In this week's parsha, Parsha Miketz, we see the story of Yosef becoming viceroy in Egypt and his brothers coming down to get food, right? Because there was, there was a famine. And so Yosef recognizes his brothers, yet the brothers, they don't recognize Yosef. And so Yosef plays around with them and he, he does so many things with them and they get scared and all these things. And so now one could ask, how could it be that the brothers did not recognize Yosef, right? There were many, many indications that, they sh- that should have given it away to them. Firstly, you know, when Yosef served them a meal in his palace, he seated them by order of age. He said, Ruben, Shimon, Levi, you sit here, he put them in, in their age order. And it was it, it would have been impossible for someone to know their age order just by seeing them, but just by looking at them. Why? Because the overgrown men with beards and all, most of them were born just seven years apart, and many of them only just a year apart. So how could it be that, that Yosef would have, could have known their age and he could have told which one was which? And so the Pesach itself says, they were, they were astonished. They were, they were surprised. They were, they were in shock. How does this guy know our age? He knows who to put where. We didn't tell him our ages. So already there's an indication that he knows something about this family. And on top of that, the Basuk tells us that the Egyptians, they could not, when, when Yosef set this meal with their brothers and he sat them down in their age order, the Egyptians weren't there with them. The, uh, Yosef's like servants and stuff, they couldn't eat with them. Why? Because the brother, the, 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 the Hebrew brothers, the, the, the Jews, you know, they disgusted them. How so? It's because the Egyptians worshipped animals. But Yosef, well, what he served food, the food he served to his brothers was meat, was, 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 uh, cow and, and sheep and whatever. And so the Egyptians could not bear to see, to be there as their god, quote unquote, was being eaten. And so now how could it be that the brothers ate the meat? We know that it has to have a kosher shechita. How do we know this? It was already a tradition in the family since Avram Avinu, who he, he began bringing korban to Hashem. And so he learned and he knew how to do a proper shechita because a korban is not kosher without a kosher shechita. And so it must be that 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 this tradition of, of having kosher um, uh, shechita when you eat your animals, it was in the family. And so the brothers would not have eaten the meat had it not been a kosher shechita. In fact, they could have had an excuse. Oh, you know, we don't want to eat your, your meats because it's your gods, quote unquote, whatever that they say. Um, but they, they did, t- they did part- partake in the meal. How so? Because it must have been a kosher shechita. They must have seen that, that, that the way Yosef uh, had the animal um, cut and served, it was, it was kosher. So they, they, furthermore, they see that this, this guy, that, that, that is Yosef, but they don't know. That, but this guy knows what a shechita is. So the brother must be thinking, how does he know? Oh, um, he did this. This person doesn't eat meat himself. He knows how to do a, a, a proper shechita that should have rang a bell in their head. And so even further, Yosef began speaking Hebrew with them. Right? He began calling, uh, speaking like with, without the translator, just just straight Hebrew with them. And so this was not a common language at all. It was only spoken in Yaakov's family. All these signs together, yet the brothers could not even ponder the possibility that it was Yosef. What's going on here? Why couldn't they have told? The answer is, is that when one is motivated by self-interest, he will deny anything, even when the truth is mamish slapping him in the face. Yosef's brothers did not want to accept the fact that it was Yosef who is now vice vice in Egypt. To see their own mistake coming back to bite them would have destroyed them. Their own brother that they were so jealous of, he's now bigger than them in wealth, power, and respect. Their own brother now back in their lives to, to serve as a constant reminder of their sin and their mistake they did so many years ago and, what, and the pain they caused to their father. Their own brother now in a position to harm them for what they've done. Their own brother who could tell Yaakov what happened and ruined the relation with Yaakov forever. Now, Yosef, they're looking at this guy, they, they can't comprehend it's Yosef because of all the, they don't want to believe it's Yosef because of all the problems and all the, all the, all the issues that would come up in their lives if they accepted and realized it was Yosef. It would mean so much trouble and shame. Their subconscious bias of them not wanting Yosef back in their lives made them blind to the truth right in front of them. They actually could not comprehend it was Yosef because inside they knew how much how much problems it would cause them. So what we're seeing is that when someone has self-interest and motives to not believe in something, even if it's so logical and truthful, they'll never ever believe it and they'll always choose to say it's fake. 
And so the lesson for us is that Hashem will always send us signs for what is truth in our lives, right? If Hashem will always, always provide us and give us guidance for, for what the truth away is. He'll give us family, friends, children, siblings, Rabbanim, everything in our lives to help us find the truth. People who, who, who you know, we, we see signs in our lives, we, we hear Devir Torah, we, we hear things. Hashem will always make sure the truth gets to us. He provides, he provides for us all the resources we need to believe in the Torah and Halakha and Mitzvot and everything. And to believe for a second that Hashem just let the world run on its own without guidance and to allow the Torah to become, to, to become dis- distorted by heresy. By this, and all these things, it, it, it makes no sense to believe. Hashem Himself told us in the Nevi'im, "Ani zopriti otam amar Hashem ruchi ashalecha odvar ashasatevicha lo yamushu mipicha miyizercha miyizerazercha amar Hashem atavad olam." Hashem told us the Torah will never leave the mouth of your of your, of your children. That this same Torah that we have now, it has to be the same Torah that Hashem gave to Moshe and to the Nevi'im because Hashem was meid. He testified that the Torah that we have will never ever leave our mouth. That will never leave from being passed down from from zera lezera from from generation to generation door to door it has to be the same Torah and yes it is difficult to accept the Torah fully and, and, and fulfill every halakha and, and to, to you know like sometimes we want to say oh this halakha that's too extreme or hey, that's too hard this doesn't make sense you're right it's not easy there are there, there are challenges when it comes to halakha and there will always be challenges and, and sometimes it doesn't make sense to us but what is the point of life without challenge right what is the point of, 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 of living freely the way we want the Torah is not supposed to make sense to us Hashem told us and Hashem shows us the truth of the Torah and it's up to us to, to fight past our biases of, of of challenge and, and biases of, oh, it's going to be too difficult, it's going to be too hard. We have to fight past that and, and to understand that Hashem is showing us the truth and we have to accept the truth. We can't be like the brothers and, and, and deny the truth when it's in front of our face. Right? This is the whole point about saying Na'asev and Yishma. The Torah doesn't make sense, but, but Na'asev. First thing we do is we do. First thing we, we do is we fulfill the Torah. And Yishma, later on, we'll, we'll figure out what's going on. Ulam Habba. And so, just to, just to, you know, tie it into the Zman right now, right, this is the whole fight the Jews had against the Yavanim during Hanukkah, right? The Greeks, they, they didn't want to kill us, right? What was their goal? They wanted us to assimilate, to forget the Torah. They told us that, that the Torah makes no sense. It's all this spiritual nonsense that you, that you don't even perceive. The, the, the Greeks told us to indulge in the physical world, right? This was the, the bloodline of the Greeks was physicality. They invented the Olympics, for example, a competition of physical talent and ability. And they, they were all about physicality. But we have to understand that the Torah, our Torah transcends the physical world. Although we can't understand or wrap our heads around it, Hashem always lights for us a flame to help us see the truth. And so we have to fight past our biases and, and our subconscious um, prejudices and accept the Torah. And only then will we will be able to understand and feel the beauty of it all. Right? You have to you have to delve into the Torah and accept that, that this is the truth. Hashem showing me the truth, and not allow yourself your 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 biases and and you know the, the challenges that the Torah presents to to to, to, persu- to dissuade you from going towards the Torah. So that Hashem should always be to accept the Torah with all its details. Hashem always gives us so many reasons to believe and to fulfill. And to grow in Torah and it's up to us to recognize and be real with ourselves and understand why we sometimes can't accept what we see from the Torah only then will it be clear that we have biases and it's our job to fight past and turn closer to Hashem and this way we can be sure to bring in the Mashiach and the ability of the Mikdash Amen Shabbat Shalom Mevarach